Hey guys, uh, welcome to the live feed of the Not So Black podcast. Steven is uh, right outside the door. He'll be here in a minute. Uh, we are getting started on the episode 8. That's pretty phenomenal. Eight weeks in a row, that's two months we've been doing this podcast, and I can count on one hand the contributions that my partner has made to this podcast. Zero. All the motherfucker has to do is be here. Alright. Here we go. Thank you guys for being patient. Yeah, we are getting some stuff going. Yeah, I'm hearing myself right now. I'm listening to myself say it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That wasn't a low blow, Steve. It wasn't even a little bit of a low blow. It's not even a little bit of a low blow. Literally. A low blow would be an exaggeration or something that was like inappropriate or made up 100% the truth that's what makes it low huh? that's what makes it low oh cause it's the truth fucking putting you on the spot on a live uh, uh, episode of the podcast god damn right it's the least you fucking deserve but I am Steve and I am still half black alright guys this is the Not So Black Podcast. I'm Not So Black Josh. I'm Not So Black Steve. And we are here to give you episode 8 of the Not So Black Podcast. We are now live streaming on Facebook and we have our audio recording for Anchor. So everybody who is going to listen to this, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody who's going to watch this video and not make it for the live stream, thank you so much for watching. And anybody who happens to pop in through the door, thank you so much for joining us. Now, um... We're going to do what we do every week. We're going to get right into the news. I, uh, I have some notes here in front of me. And the first thing in the news is Anthony Bourdain. See, weird. That's like super sad, dude, because I was such a huge fan of his. Um, him and Joe Rogan were really good friends, which is crazy. They went on a camping trip together. Um, Anthony Bourdain was huge into jiu-jitsu. Like, he would just do jiu-jitsu wherever he could. Like, wherever he, whatever small town he was in, he would do jiu-jitsu. Um, but yeah, he killed himself. He, he was found... Uh, he hung himself, they're saying. But there's also some other stories out there that he was going to expose a pedophile ring. Here's what's weird about this story, is the past, like, three people that have died, like Chester Bennington, uh, Kate Spade, and now Anthony Bourdain, and, 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 and um, Avicii, the DJ. Right. All four of them, I saw the same story, I think from the same source, but saying, like, they just inserted the person's name and picture and said, uh, this person was about to expose an elite pedophile ring, and now... So I don't know if it's true, but if it is, it's super crazy that these people were, like... Because there's rumors, you know, Pizzagate, and there's, like, some rumors out there that this is a real thing. Like, I this is a real thing. Not, because that is outrageous. Well, it's possible. He was also, uh, or Anthony Bourdain had some dealings with the Clintons. He said that uh, he had been targeted before by them. Uh, so, for, like, talking, uh, I don't know, saying something that he shouldn't have said. So it's a very true possibility that that could, um, that could definitely happen. You know what I mean? It could be, they could have killed him. They could have fucking killed him. So Anthony Bourdain is gone. Uh, rest in peace, dude. Your television show was amazing. Uh, everything you did was really cool. You're a really down-to-earth dude. 
I especially enjoyed the episode where you ate with uh, President Obama in in uh, the Vietnamese place in Vietnam. They had, uh, they, yeah, they had a meal together, a beer and Probably a meal. Didn't see that. It was really good. In the restaurant in Vietnam, the uh, the table that they sat at is now enclosed in glass. The Vietnamese took the table and all the plates and like the beer bottles and just enclosed it in glass against the wall. <laughs> Nobody can touch it, but you can take pictures of it and like. I don't know why you can touch it for like a dollar. I don't know. It's real weird, but um, but yeah, they're really into it. Uh, so yeah, let's move on from something sad to something more positive. Next in the news, we have Samantha B, uh, who has the full frontal with Samantha B. The show she called Ivanka Trump a cunt, and she finally apologized this week. And her apology, she didn't apologize to Ivanka. She apologized and said she's a comedian, and. She's sorry if she offended any women with the word. She doesn't care if she offended any men with the word because it's stupid. But uh, she's a comedian. She's going to say what she needs to say. And uh, it was funny. So she didn't really... She apologized in her own way. It still is funny. It is funny. Ivanka, Ivanka Trump. Calling Ivanka Trump a cunt is it could happen in a sl- simple slip of the tongue. Ivanka cunt. <laughs> you know what better. I mean? It like it does. Ivanka cunt. Exactly Ivanka Trump. Ivanka, Ivanka cunt Trump. Cunt Trump. Cunt Trump is a fucking word. It works together. I don't know why, but it does. Um, <clears throat> moving right along in our news segment, because I have some other things that are personal to me that I really want to talk about that are huge news. Not really huge news, but things. Word, I don't know. Anyway, so Mr. Rogers has a documentary coming out called Won't You Be My Neighbor? Right? And it seems really, really good. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was like, an awesome show as a kid. It was. They did another kid show after that called yeah. Daniel Tiger. And I'll tell you what, dude. He he was a guy who really cared about kids and cared about like what they were watching and cared about like just giving good lessons. He was like super for like equality among races and stuff like that and gender equality. He's a really progressive, forward-thinking guy. And um, I'm excited to see this. It hit the it hit uh, select theaters this weekend. If you want to know about more about it, go to mrrogers.com. That's m r r o d g e r s dot com to learn more about the Mr. Rogers documentary. Uh, next is a pretty funny one. It's coming. Uh, they're starting production. I think uh, this summer, Eddie Murphy is going to be Dolomite in a biopic of the life of uh, Rudy Ray Moore, who was a star in the exploitation films of the 70s. That's the word that I need to know right now, is blaxploitation. Blaxploitation was like Superfly and like those 70s black films where they like had like, they went, they moved from like the Bojangles era to the exploitation where they had these black superstars in the 70s dress up like black dynamite. So whose word is this? Is this like black exploitation? Is a real word? It's just like you're exploiting uh, the black culture for money because you're uh, you're making these movies that are super super racist, but they're pretty funny. Some of them are actually pretty good, like Superfly. You know, it wasn't bad. Um, Shaft. Yeah, that would be another example of black exploitation. But Eddie Murphy is gonna play Dolomite, which is fucking hilarious. If you guys haven't uh, looked it up, please look it up. Uh, look more into it. Um, next, as far as news for entertainment goes, there's going to be a new Willy Wonka. They're doing Willy Wonka again, and the possible actors are Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, aka the best rapper alive, or Ryan Gosling. I have two words: the Wiz. 
Do you know what the Wiz is? I do know what it is, and I'm ashamed when I have to say that I've not watched it. So you haven't seen the Wiz? Not start to finish, and I'm ashamed to say that. I have. I, I had no black people in my family, and I saw the Wiz before I even met you, or or was taken in by your family. I I'm saw sure. The Wiz as a child. I'm sure they're all looking at There's me. a young Michael Jackson in that movie, motherfucker. It's so good. Tina fucking Turner. That's where the shit comes from, I know. I know. Dude, The Wiz is a fucking phenomenal movie. It's nuts, first of all. It's absolutely crazy. But it is really good. It's the black version of The Wizard of Oz, and it takes place in the ghetto of Chicago. <laughs> but oh Dorothy, or whatever her name is, is transported to uh, the land of Oz. But it's actually really tasteful, and the musical numbers are great. I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson plays the Scarecrow, if I remember correctly. But This yeah. is what I need to watch. Dude, it's really good. We do need to find the Wiz so you can watch it sometime. Uh, other than that, uh, I have some other news. I just wanted to tell everybody to go ahead and suck it, because the Golden State Warriors won the NBA Finals, uh, what was that, Wednesday? I forgot to throw that in your face because that they swept the Cavaliers, Steve. They swept them. I can take it. Swept them clean. Didn't even let them win a game. Swept them all four games in a row. It's clean sweep. That means they are officially a dynasty. They are officially the team to beat if they stay together through free agency and just keep it together. Now, a couple years ago, I read an article how uh, there was a huge boom in uh, player salaries and contracts. And it was going to blow up in the NBA's face. Right now, the Cleveland Cavaliers have this issue because if LeBron James leaves, if LeBron James leaves, they have no cap space and they're signed into contracts for another year. So they're stuck with their roster for a season unless LeBron James stays with the Cleveland Cavaliers and then demands a trade and they trade superstars. Because he's done that before, like when he went with Chris Bosh to Miami for D Wade or just to go with D Wade. He was trying to go to superstar. You know, that's his move. He goes where superstars are. Kevin Durant didn't do that. He, you know, he started out with Russell Westbrook, stayed with Russell Westbrook, and then he left. You know, LeBron James went to Cleveland, saw where the superstar was and what was come, what was happening, went to Miami, won championships, came Miami. back. Yeah, LeBron James is 3-8 three, three and eight in finals appearances. Okay. Michael Jordan wasn't 3-8. and eight. It's easy for me to say that, though, because I'm so ready to give up on Cleveland. I'm, I was never a Cleveland Cavaliers Every fan. Every conversation I'm going into it ready to give up. Football, basketball, they suck. Exactly. They exactly. won one two years ago. Yeah. Fifty so year drought. I'm fifty so year ready drought. To not put my defense in. It's going to be another fifty year drought. Them. There's nothing you can do about it. They fucking suck. The the the, the management and and the coaches. I mean, I have no one else to blame it on. If you're a Cleveland fan, you suck. Still, like that's. The only people I've left to blame are the fans. I don't even know if I'd go that far. I would just blame management and uh, and uh, ownership. We did that ten years ago. Though. Let's make it management's fault. Or they still haven't fixed it. You know what exactly. I mean? That's who needs to fix it. They they just need to work that to to find something they can do. They had LeBron James for Christ's sake, and LeBron James now when he came back was a better executive, not as good, but still, you know, had some thoughts. But um, he couldn't even keep Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving sacrificed two years of his career just to go to a different team and to develop. So there are some teams he could go to. Uh, LeBron James could go to Philadelphia with Ben Simmons. Uh, he could go to the Lakers. He could go 
fucking Portland. Uh, he could go to the Houston Rockets. Uh, I would. <laughs> a lot of people are like Golden State. If he goes to Golden State, but the, there's no way because I mean they would just be a powerhouse. And plus, he's not needed there. You know they don't need him there, even though it'd be awesome. But they'd have to trade away some really important talent and locker room leaders to get him. I just don't think it would work. Um, so yeah, that's it. The NBA Finals. Everybody can fucking suck it. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. I'm a huge Kevin Durant fan. Always have been. Always will be. I'm not a bandwagon guy. Uh, so I'm just happy for KD to get what he deserves because he's one of the best players in the league. The offense is different versus when uh, Curry's off the court and when he's on the court. When Durant takes over, they they have a better average. I think uh, their their shooting percentage is better. It's just a better team um, altogether than every other team in the league. That's who they are. They play team basketball. Having a bunch of stars like that and still playing team basketball is impressive. Uh, I think that's it for sports and entertainment news. Uh, there's a world star hip hop prank called the Do You Suck Dick prank where you just walk up to a stranger and ask if you suck dick. And then what? And that's it. Do you suck dick? Oh. And then they usually go like, fuck you, man. And they go, yeah, every other Wednesday. <laughs> you know, they just stupid shit. Some stupid fucking retarded college or high school, no, not even college, high school dropout was probably like, hey, do you suck dick? Yeah. It's not new. People have been doing that. It's like it's an actual. It's not really even a prank. It's just a question that could get you punched in the mouth. We couldn't yell the word pencil in high school though. No. Yeah. So, uh, also in entertainment news, Kanye West has a new album out, and I actually need to, um, I need to find this because there is some stuff about it that I am excited. You see that, Steve? I did. That was the first time. Yeah, that's right. We get into that entertainment news actually after this. So Kanye West has a new album out called Yay. And there's a song in there called Ghost Town that is actually reminiscent of 808's and Heartbreak. One of his best albums ever. I have no complaints with No, 808 and Heartbreaks was a was a seminal album for me and Steve. It was when he moved to York PA and like we were both listening to that album super heavy. And it was just like it was one that was always in the car when we drove. Um, so Right now, I'm going to pull up. There was a sample of Kanye West Ghost Town on this site that I wanted to uh, play you. And it was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, here we go. I don't even know if this little thing, but it's probably some of it. I don't think they released the whole thing. It was like a 26 second sample, but from what I heard, a lot of I enjoyed it. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Of course, there's always ads on uh, YouTube, and I like I use YouTube a lot. Here we go. Here's Ghost Town by Kanye West.
that's all we can play of that. But there's like a similar, like what he's doing to his voice with the auto tune, and like it just there's like a similar feel to it. I like it. Cause you know what I mean? Yeah, it's got a really good upbeat like pitch. Out again. Yeah, a little bit, and I really I think this album's gonna be pretty good. There was a couple songs uh, that I listened to. There was a couple samples from the album that I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Because he's like, bitches and booties. I was like, bitches and booties. He went that far. Like he's going back to that, which is kind of cool. Maybe he is chilling out. Um, I think that's it for entertainment news. Next, um, real quick, I just wanted to talk about this. So you heard about the Trump and Kim Jong Un thing? Yeah, I actually just read headlines on this today. He's yeah, in Singapore weird. today for the meeting. He just went to Singapore. He just got to Singapore, and him and Kim Jong Un went to Singapore today to meet up and have their summit talk. Which is weird because Trump goes to the G7 summit with all the other European allies and everybody, and he says, you know, why why isn't Russia here? Can we ha- let them in? And then he goes and meets with the North Korean dictator. And now Putin says he's ready to talk with Trump. So it's like he's going to form the fucking axis of evil again. Like from World War II. <laughs> he's going to yeah, form like, like it's going to be a ma- like for some reason, which is America has always been like a leading power for like the freedom of the world. I feel like Trump's steering us in the direction where it's going to be uh, us, Russia, North Korea and China. <laughs> and then it's going to be the European countries and it's gonna be really weird if he it's I mean it's already kind of weird whole, like keep your enemies close thing like he's taking that to a whole nother level a whole nother level uh, so uh best friends a whole other level it's real weird real weird I'm not really sure what to uh what to think about it but there's not much you can uh say or do we just gotta let it happen and see uh what unfolds from it really Anybody with us on the uh, live stream, we uh, see, I am so sorry to all of our uh, audio listeners. I need to get better at syncing our uh, our screen share live when we watch it here so we can keep track of comments in the audio so you guys don't have to hear that because I know that can be annoying. Um, you know, it's just, it, it just gets a little too much when somebody's always talking. I'm gonna swing from the chandelier, Steve. But yeah, will you uh, will you share that on the Facebook and let people know? Uh, you know, just share it onto your page. What is this like? I didn't share it onto my huh? What's on your phone right now? Where is that coming from? My phone is Facebook Live. We are streaming live on Facebook right now, Steve. Unless you were uh, unaware of that. Were you unaware of that? Is that something you didn't know about? Were you like, oh my god, I didn't know we were live on Facebook. I'm watching it on the screen. I can see that we're live on Facebook, but how is that happening? Are you just magic? I had to reset the fucking internet. I had no internet. We almost did the podcast in the living room today, which wasn't be it wouldn't be a bad idea. It wouldn't be that. quite so bad. A think about that. Yeah, I mean, it's just the living room. We'd be sitting on the couch at the table in front of us, just put the camera right there, and we just watch it in the living room. Just record in the living room. I was thinking about it, like you know what, that'd be kind of fucking cool. Um, so yeah. I'm going to motherfucking share this stuff, and uh, we took a break from the news because what is next is one of my favorite subjects, which happens to be video games. 
it is E3 week. Okay, so it started today, and the E3 press conferences, I have some schedule for you. So the E3 schedule, today was Microsoft and Bethesda. Tomorrow is Ubisoft, Sony, Square Enix. Ubisoft is at 1 p.m., Sony is at 6 p.m., Square Enix is like 3 or something like that, somewhere between there. And then Tuesday is Nintendo, right? So today, on the Microsoft E3 broadcast, which was live on YouTube and Mixer was fucking amazing. They even hinted that they're working they're they're working on the architecture of the next Xbox. Another console. I don't care. For what? what? Because they made the Xbox One S so people could like develop for game developers, whatever they wanted to make it for. I don't fucking know. But they made it. That's what they did. Uh, who cares? It's a thing now. That's what it is. So, the E3 conference for Microsoft, there's Halo Info. They're doing a fine, another Halo where you're with Master Chief. I was a fan of Halo back in the day. Then it got real shitty. Now it's good again. So, hopefully, Halo Infinite coming out in 2019 is good. Fallout 76. It's the prequel to Fallout 4. It's four times bigger than Fallout 4. How do you do that? Four times bigger than Fallout 4, Steve. I need you to take a I second to think about what I just said. times because it was too big the first time. Go ahead and like think that's about that. why I've never finished that game. Go ahead and think about what I just said while I changed my battery real quick. Yeah, but that's why it's not making any sense. Comprehended. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fucking shut the fuck up and think about it for a second. God damn it, Steve. I Don't fucking touch it. That's already too big. How do you make something bigger that's already too big? Ask my dick. All you have to do is blow on it a little bit. It'll get bigger. It's already too big. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm so fucking clever and smart. I'm just too witty. That's not why your last name is what it is. Oh, yeah. It is why it is what it is. Witty is what it is. I'm witty. I'm a witty person. So, suck a dick. How do you make something big that's that's already too big? Oh. Suck my dick. <laughs> that's how you make something that's too big bigger. Anyway, yeah, Fallout seventy six. So eventually, so apparently, it picks up right after. Like you're the first uh, vault that opens. So like when you play Fallout four, you're two hundred years after the bombs dropped. Into the future, when they've already colonized and rebuilt, you're part of. You're the first person to start rebuilding. In the hills of West Virginia, like before anything fucking happens. Yeah. Interesting day. You're goddamn right. You're rebuilding America. The fucking trailer that they Where would fucking you start. Where would you start? <clears throat> well, you you have Vault seventy six, which is like a reclamation thing, and you're three hundred. When the before the bomb drop was like three hundred years of America. America was three hundred years old at that point. So. I don't know. I'd go out and probably just fucking. Uh, use mods and cheats and start killing shit. No, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. It's, it's too early to say, but it's huge. F- fucking Fallout 76. Like, what? You know what I mean? I think it's 2176. I don't know, 17. No, 2076 would be the year that uh, the bombs, because that would be 300 years of America. Right? 1976 was 200 years. 
because it goes 17, 76, 18, 19, 200, 20, 76 is 300 years. So to, to wake up after the bombs drop in 2076, not even wake up, just be in the vault and then leave the vault, be the first person out and then start rebuilding the world after the radioactive waste falls, falls away. It's nuts. I'm a huge fan of Fallout. I think it's going to be great. Other than that, we have uh, Forza Horizon 4 and the seasonal changes that you go through. It's also an open world racing game, so you're just doing a bunch of stuff. They have a really cool, gra- they have cool graphics and stuff, so I can't really say anything about that. Um, uh, Microsoft, oh, by the way, Microsoft acquired five new studios. They bought five studios to go into their Microsoft Studios, so there's more games, more developers, more resources for these developers to make awesome games. So we have some awesome things coming to us. Um, so for the end of the gaming news, I am super excited about this, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I'm just gonna give uh, Ubisoft a round of applause for a second. Thank you, uh, thank you Ubisoft. You got the Not So Black podcast round of applause, the first ever, because it's ancient Greece. Let's see, uh, this is all that's out on it so far is a picture of somebody kicked off a ledge, but it's ancient Greece, and it's supposedly, uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Ubisoft just went and done did a pre-E3 announced in the next Assassin's Creed game. It's set in ancient Greece, and is something of a sequel to Assassin's Creed Origins, which did a great job of revamping the series. Odyssey will focus more heavily on the RPG elements introduced in Origins. This is a good thing. It's a real good thing. It's a real fucking good thing, Steve. So Ubisoft tomorrow, 1 o'clock. So I'll make sure I have it uh, recorded or something. I don't know. It'll be on YouTube. So whenever I get home from work, I'm going to fucking watch that because Ubisoft will be definitely giving some information away. Or they'll have the first ever world premiere trailer for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which will probably come out next year. Or this October, because they like October releases. That's like a big game year. Because Rockstar has Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, there's just there's some good fucking games coming out, and I'm just super excited about it. I'll see what Sony has to say. Sony, and eh, I still need to get my PS4. Uh, I had one, got rid of it when I was in Florida. I need to get another one, because I did enjoy it. Uh, uh, what was that game? Horizon Zero Dawn. That game yeah. was amazing. But right now, I'm playing... Uh, 2K19 is coming out. They they announced some of that. There's um, man, there's some games that I still have that I haven't beat. Like I still haven't beat 2K18. I uh, still haven't beat Far Cry 5. I still need to beat that, and that fucking game yeah. is sick. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things I need to do on uh, as far as video games go because I just haven't had the time with work and the podcast and everything else. I just don't have time to. Uh, to play games, you know, I'm not, uh, my name's not Steve, I don't, I don't have time to play games like everybody else, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's my truth, I'm speaking my truth right now about video games, and I fucking love them, I love them dearly, I think, uh, I think everybody will be happy to know that, uh, I'm just, uh, just really excited about it. Assassin's Creed is one of my favorite video games in the whole world. 
So when that comes out, you will definitely see me playing it. If anybody is on Xbox, my uh, gamer tag is this guy two two ninety. If you guys ever want to play, uh, please add me. Feel free to. Oh, Battlefield Battlefield Five is coming. Another Battlefield game. They're fucking ramping it up, dude. Tom Clancy's The Division Two, where uh, you have to take back the capital of the United States. Like the fucking there's a virus. And then uh, there's a shadow government like trying to take over after the virus clears and all this crazy shit and all these. It's fucking nuts. It looks really good. Um, other than that, there is oh, fuck uh, Cyberpunk 2077. There's another after 10 years. There's another Devil May Cry game coming. Um, oh, Jump Force. You unite. It's from Capcom, and you unite to fight. And it's fucking the three characters they had on there were Naruto, some stretchy guy, I forget his name, and Goku. And the enemy was Frieza. So apparently it's like, it looks kind of open world, but it's like a, a fighting game. It looks semi-open world. I, don't know, I just want a Dragon Ball Z open world game. Like, I really want one. And it's been pissing me off because they did one in that fucking... Bullshit that they did. I forget. I don't even remember the name of it. It's so bad. But I fucking paid thirty dollars for it. You got to get rid of it. I was real mad about it. It was on sale, so I got it for thirty bucks, and I'm fucking mad because it wasn't even good. It was like Z Fighter. No, it wasn't even Z Fighter because that was a fucking good game. It was like Super Z Dick Suck Fucking Dragon Ball. (laughs) It was Dragon Ball. Shove it up your ass and give us your money. That's what it was called. And they took my money and gave me nothing. I had to run around in a circle for two hours before I figured out how to even play the game. I couldn't find the first mission, so I kept like just running around in circles, and I couldn't find the first mission to do to start the game. That was fucking annoying. <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember like Budokai, like yeah. their older Dragon Ball Z fighting games. Those were fucking fun. Those were really fun. Um, Alright, let's transition out of video games and talk about how there are more white supremacists running for office than there ever have been. It's been 50 years or more since this many uh, white supremacists have been running for office. Woke him up. Obama has even said that he got elected too early. Obama's like, there's an Asian Obama, there's an Indian Obama... You know, there's all these different Obamas out there. Hypothetical, not not literal Obamas, but, you know, different Obamas, versions of Obama that um, could be president and will be president, probably. But he uh, got lightning in a bottle early, and it hit. And Trump was able to capture enough uh, react, you know, reactive, yeah, and resentment and reactive conscious to kind of counter that and that's what happened so that will sort itself out in time it's just scary because Trump's the kind of guy like if, if the, in 2020 will he leave the presidency if he's elected out will he leave this issue today's issue of Time Magazine is a picture of Trump looking to a mirror and the mirror reflection is him dressed as a king Rudy Giuliani, his lawyer, was on TV saying he has uh, the executive power to pardon himself and also refuse a subpoena or an indictment. Like, just say, no, thank you. Because Robert Mueller's investigation, who has indicted 17 people, 
gotten five fired or in charged. Like, there's shit coming out. And they have done everything they can to discredit Mueller. When Robert Mueller was appointed as special counsel, every Republican sung high praises of him. They were like, you know, he's a great guy, super honest. He's the most honest person in the world. Even Trump said he was an honorable man. And then as soon as this started happening and he started investigating them, every Republican has come out and say he's a liar. He's a, he's a dishonorable. Even Trump was like, he's a witch hunt leader. You know, all this crazy shit. It's like, listen, just shut up and let it happen. Because if you're not guilty and there's nothing wrong, then you have no reason to go on the defense. Right, that's the thing. And they're just making themselves look real bad. Because Mueller is being really quiet. So at one point, he's going to let it all lay out. He's going to say, here... Here's everything I have, motherfucker. This is why I've been doing what I'm doing. And it's probably pretty bad for other people. Trump's probably not smart enough to have um, actually committed treason or some shit like that. He probably just had the wrong people who infiltrated. People in his campaign probably used his campaign to uh, maneuver. But I don't feel like he was probably leading treason unless uh, unless I'm wrong I mean he's a, he's a smart dude as when it comes to like manipulation of, of advertising marketing and press but I don't think he was actively trying to manipulate or actively trying to commit treason I think he's just an idiot who uh, thinks with his gut and just does what he needs to do to win you know but he hasn't made any good deals uh, the Iran deal which was a long time ago literally it was um, we'll give you your money back right? If you let us put, like, we we had their money. We held their money from something. And we said, we'll give you your money back if you let us put uh, inspectors in your nuclear plants to make sure you're not producing nuclear bombs. They agreed. Trump's new, new Iran deal uh, pulls the inspectors and they keep the money. So there's nothing now. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want. It's weird. I need to, I need to look it up more to explain it better, but... Um, it's real stupid. He hasn't really done any great deals. He's starting a trade war between yeah, Canada and yeah, between and everybody. Our closest allies, literally. Literally, our closest allies. He's starting trade wars over nothing, and it's it's gonna hurt the the small guy. It's gonna hurt the small guy. That's for sure. You know, and I, I get the uh, immigration argument. He goes a little too hard on it. Mexico has a wall on their southern border. You know that. Into South America, they have a wall. So I mean, they, we we could have a wall. We could have better immigration policy and like better standards. But the way he's doing it, like ripping kids from their families and like putting kids in cages and shit, just like isn't until cool. they already have been established. Already. Yeah, and then sending like ripping families apart. There's never any context in the system. The, the system never takes into account context or like actions and like. It's yeah, it's black or white. It's like you you are this or you are that. There's no room for change or growth ever. I think that's one flaw in the system. People should be allowed to prove that they can change and grow and given, you know, more chances uh, if they prove themselves. If not, then they're pieces of shit and they don't deserve a third chance or a second chance. But I think a second chance is important for people who have made mistakes and uh, if they continue to work hard and prove themselves then that's it. But you don't get anything after a second chance, depending on if what you did. Like if you murder a baby, you don't get a second chance to murder a baby. But if you um, if you get a DUI, obviously you get a second chance to not. Or if you're a drug addict and go to rehab, you get a chance to prove that you're not a drug addict anymore. You know, um, you don't have to be. 
if you get yourself into counseling or into a clinic and you clean your life up and you work real hard, then I'm proud of you. You know, I can't really complain. There's some people out there who just like to get hot. They like to get fucked up. You know, and that's that's literally, there's literally nothing wrong with that. Removing the stigma around getting high would help a lot of people. It would actually lower drug usage because it would tell kids like, listen, uh, we do this, we do that with drinking right now. We say, listen, it's no big deal to drink. Everybody does it, exactly. right? So, because of that, there's more information about it. People are able to see it more clearly. Kids are able to see what happens when you're an alcoholic. It's not hidden, right? Instead of trying to scare kids away from alcohol, which we don't do, because when we did that, they just drank more. Yeah, that was the opposite. You know, I know when I was in high school, they tried, don't drink, it's going to rot your brain. It's like, I'm still partying. Yeah. And they hit hard drugs, so, you know, I experimented with drugs because I didn't know anything about them. You know, but if they're more in the open and they're, you know, I see what it does, then I probably wouldn't have ever touched any drugs. You know, I might have smoked weed still because weed's nothing. But, um, yeah, that's probably how I would have lived my life. That's probably what would have happened. Um, for the final note, I do want to talk about suicide prevention because there's been a lot of high-profile suicides in the past month, and I guess it's just really important. If you know somebody struggling, uh, make sure you go out of your way to tell that person that you're there for them or do everything you can for them. Compliments are uh, important, but not just superficial or appearance compliments. Tell somebody, you know, hey... I appreciate you. I need you in my life. Say those kind of things because it'll make somebody feel needed and wanted. Um, just try to be a good person. Care about other people. It's really important. You know, I'm going to uh, do everything I can to make sure I'm there for people. And, you know, I'm an asshole. I'm a dickhead. Well, no, I'm not a dickhead anymore. I'm more of an asshole. I'm just really straightforward and I don't stand for bullshit. So, uh, Steve knows. My friends know me. I'm a. Uh, <clears throat> pretty straightforward dude but like when I have my shit together I, I want everybody else to have their shit together so it pisses me off when other people don't um, <clears throat> so I make sure I always tell my friends like listen look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're a good person tell yourself you're a winner you can do better make sure if you know somebody struggling with depression or if you see somebody having a down day just tell them that they can do better they're worth something because suicide prevention is all about exactly that it's about prevention it's about being proactive, not reactive, and just um, being prepared to, uh, to spend some time on somebody else other than yourself. And that's, uh, that's all I have to say about that. Listen to uh, Logic's song. If you want the phone number, I'll have it. I forget, <laughs> I forget the phone number, but Logic has a song out that is the literally phone number. Just look up Logic Suicide Prevention, and the phone number's right there. Suicide Hotline, you know. I don't want to die today. <laughs> I just want to die today. <laughs> and then and I don't want to die today. Other than that, listen yeah, listen to Childish Gambino if you like um, Uppity Negroes playing good music. Um, he's one of my favorite rappers in the whole world, man. His, uh, he's so woke. I hate using that word, but he is. He's so fucking woke. His videos have great uh, icon iconography, iconography, whatever you call it. Uh, great, just great uh, fucking stuff in it. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Iconography. I think that's the word I'm looking for. It has great uh, substance to it. And everything he says and does is hilarious or really serious and great. Uh, his music's good. Uh, he has one song, and excuse my language, but the lyrics are literally, Niggas! 
they be creeping. <laughs> like, it says that it's, uh, what's that one song? Redbone or whatever the fuck the song is. It's the theme song to Atlanta, his series. And that's literally the lyrics. And he, and he sings it. You can't even tell it's him singing it, but it's fucking hilarious and it's really good. But um, he's just a really down-to-earth dude. I hope he gets to play the new Willy Wonka because having a black Willy Wonka would be pretty cool. Other than that, we uh, we were going to find The Wiz so Steve can watch The Wiz. Uh, quick recap. Fuck everybody who hated on the Golden State Warriors because fuck you, Kevin Durant's beast. Steph Curry was dropping mad points. LeBron James needs a better roster. Maybe he'll come back next year and win it. Who knows? I'm not biased or uh, a bandwagon guy. So, like, you know, I like basketball. I'm a fan of a lot of teams. But the Golden State Warriors are a great team because they have Kevin Durant. And uh, Steph Curry came out of nowhere. So what can you do? I don't hate. I only appreciate. Just eat it, Steve. Eat it. Uh, that's it. Other than that, I uh, will... Um, Oh yeah, I have a. Stop! Don't do this right now. I wrote a masterpiece, and Steve is real mad about. I'm not Bach. I'm Beethoven, Steve. Kidding, right? No, I just said that. Wait, wait a minute. I just said that. Are, are you serious, though? Are you serious, though? Right. It's gonna be embarrassing, but just tell the truth. Are you serious? Yes. You didn't know Bach and Beethoven were different people. <laughs> yeah, probably do. <laughs> you fucking asshole! Yeah, I swear to God, Steve. That is hilarious, by the way. Um, Steve made me save. The sample of this song under piece of shit, but uh, I'm gonna open it and I'm gonna play it for you guys, and we're, it's, that's gonna play us out of the podcast for this episode. Um, Don't do this to them. Oh, I'm doing it, Steve. I am doing it because I wrote this piece of music, and it is an instant classic. Okay, this is something that Mozart, Beethoven, Bach, uh, you know these these gentlemen. Would be uh, proud of of this technical achievement on Ableton with my MIDI control. I only have twenty five keys here, Steve. I can't do a lot, but since I know some stuff, I'm just like I'm doing a trill, that little trill there, and you were like trill <laughs> when I said that yesterday. You're like, What's that? You're like Bach. I thought Bach and Beethoven were the same person. It's Bach, not Black, Steve. You stupid Black ass fucking, you stupid jalopy. <laughs> I don't know if jalopy racist, but you're definitely a jalopy. I hope so. Yeah, I hope it is racist, because racism is the best. <laughs> no, racism's the worst, guys. It's still awesome. Don't be racist. Do but, you know, go ahead. Be a little bit. Nobody's going to stop you. All right, this is Classic by Josh Whitty. Here we go. You guys ready for this? Okay. I hope you're ready for this. Good. Let's do it. Gay! <laughs> and that's the song. 
finally got it. All right. Let's turn all this stuff up because I have some things um, muted because I was fucking around with it earlier. There's some potential there. you Steve and I want you to know that I care if you get whipped or beaten cause nobody 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 is gonna be my black friend
Nobody's gonna beat my black friend except for me. And I'm gonna tell my black friend that I love him to keep him by me. And he's gonna stay for a while. Take away his food and his kids. <laughs> Alright guys, yeah. I'm out of here. Thank you so much for joining us for the Not So Black Podcast Episode 8. Live stream. I'm glad that nobody could comment, and if they did, we didn't see it because my laptop was making a mistake. It was purely technical error. It had nothing to do with the inside of humans. Uh, once again, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate all of your support. Uh, everybody give Steve a round of applause for making zero contributions to the podcast, as always. Uh, should I save changes to piece of shit before closing? No, Steve, I'm not going to. Uh, to all our audio listeners, thank you so much for joining us. For all the video watchers, thank you so much for giving us your attention for this long. And as always, stay offended. Have a good one.